Hello. Welcome back to the Second Paradigm Podcast. Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, so Mary wanted to record a podcast. I'm a little bit more uh, hesitant to the idea. I don't normally record podcasts when I'm like heated up about stuff, which is probably why Miriam wants to record a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, David's fire. We all love it and we're all here for it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So the reason so David just posted to Facebook, which he'll read you the post in a second. Mm-hmm. And he read it to me. And I was like, damn, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And then do you know what you ended it with? When you not not on not on typing, but oh, I said there's so many more things that I could say about it, but they didn't fit into the concise post, essentially. Uh-huh. It, but yeah. you said it's more nuanced than this. Oh, yeah. That That's what huh. you said. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is why. And this is so there's just so many threads here. I That's why I want to do a podcast on it so we can talk mm. about those nuances in, in more depth instead of like just doing a one way post. For sure. Because and even like the typey type stuff, like back and forth between people, like there's stuff that even gets missed in that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something like in talking about it with our verbal voices and (laughs) words that like really helps like solidify things and helps people understand what it is you're even talking about what we're even talking about um so i just yeah i wanted to record a podcast and like hear more about the nuances that that didn't make it into the post and i also want to invite people to recognize that when they're reading other people's posts to like just not take it at face value and to know like, oh, wow, this is like a, the tip of the iceberg of mm-hmm. what this person is sharing with me. Hmm. Like their their understanding is probably so much bigger than what they can even articulate in this yeah. one, like in this tweet of however many characters or sure. this Facebook post of however many Instagram, whatever. Um, yeah. So I just kind of wanted to like blow that out a little bit because I know Tammy had messaged me mm. saying that she has like some differing perspectives than we do, yeah. but it, it's probably, and probably what we're sharing online, she recognized that it's more nuanced behind the scenes than what it is that we're able to articulate. And for sure. And I, that's, that's why we're here today. Cool. That's why we've gathered here today. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, roll the intro and then we'll come back and do this post. Okay. relentlessly you want a god and a collective of everything we're literally the same matter as the trees the stars the breeze that alone we breathe the only truth is interconnectedness separation is only forgetfulness wake up to this grounded existence led by soul where the world stands witness all right let's hear it all right if you don't vote for me you ain't spiritual joe biden didn't say this but he could have I can only imagine that self-described spiritual people, if polled, would have very similar voting patterns to the black population that votes 90% Democrat. In truth, neither political party directly appeals to the small percentage of the population that describes themselves as more spiritual than religious. But ideas like this tend to seal the deal anyway. The R in Republican stands for racist. Women shouldn't have their reproductive rights decided by old white men in Congress. Earth needs to be saved from humanity's carbon footprint and Republicans hate science. Those religious fundamentalist types are just spiritually ignorant. If it's not clear, these are incredibly biased stances. 
Lately, I've been exploring the conservative position in all these issues, and what I'm finding continues to amaze me. I see a lot of nuanced debate, not the hard line, I'm a racist white Christian, so I hate your rights stance that I somehow allowed myself to imagine as Republican. I was so completely blind to any genuine Republican positions that the emotionally compelling Democratic marketing had me sold. But why? It seems so obvious that a marketing campaign in any industry would be anything but unbiased or nuanced. What could possibly make me think that the marketing campaign for the leader of the free world would somehow be different? Of course, political narratives exist, and of course they're only partial truth. When I started exploring Candace Owens, Larry Elder, Brandon Tatum, and other black conservative voices, it wasn't my Asian heritage and culture that had me relating. It was my experiences in a spiritual community. Every day I watch spiritual people respond to others in their circles with violent disgust just for exploring other political ideologies. To me, it's a near fundamental spiritual truth that we're all playing our roles here and have the perspectives and life experiences we do for a reason. It's this idea that unity and oneness is an integration of differing perspectives and value sets, not a homogenization. To me, how forcefully that stops short in politics is one of the biggest unspoken tragedies of 2020. The people who are most about unity, who are arguably in some of the most outcast and fringe portions of the population, somehow are the exact same people brutally polarizing against others for their political stances. And it's rarely because they're well-researched. Spiritual people tend to be the least involved in politics, not the most. It's far more often because the emotionally compelling political arguments have spiritual people just as hooked as anyone else. Spiritual people who are about finding their center, responding with compassion, and of seeing the larger perspective as one of their top sought-after skill sets in the industry are just as hateful as the 5 o'clock news. Very frankly, I expect far more from spiritual people. Not because they're special or should be held to some imaginary higher standard, but because it's quite literally the thing they've decided to specialize in. When the portion of our population that specializes in energetic subtleties and cultivating peace goes off the rails, who do we expect to fill that role? I can only hope that more and more people, especially spiritual people, continue to share their unacceptable perspectives. Then, maybe we can pop the odd idea that if you vote for Trump, you're not spiritual, and get back to the nuanced perspectives that we dedicated our lives to. Yeah, I love it. Thanks. I love it again. What were some of the like other threads there that didn't end up making it into the post? But I mean, originally I was going to write about that last idea in there that like religious fundamentalists are spiritually ignorant. Uh, that was the thing that I've been wanting to blow out just in general because I think it's an ignorant stance. Like the this idea that the sixty percent of the voting population or whatever that's Christian of some sort is like is really stupid. It's the same caricature that they're using against um, Amy Coney Barrett. Mm -hmm. Like this this like religious fundamentalist like cartoon like religious person that like doesn't believe in science and yeah like just blindly believes in some weird old doctrine that binds their ability to make good decisions mm -hmm. like that stance i also see in spiritual communities which is weird like it's mm. weird to have that stance in a spiritual community that the majority stance of spirituality in the world is seen as stupid and ignorant not as i don't know not as just like what's here and where we are and like and even seeing the light and the goodness in all of those things and how much 
even like new age philosophies or other spiritual philosophies also really jive with the Bible and Christianity. Mm -hmm. And like, we're all talking about the same thing, but there's this weird like trigger against the word God. There's this weird trigger Mm -hmm. against the word Bible that like, I think has spiritual people polarizing against it. Cause that's kind of where I think most spiritual people are coming from or a lot at least is they're coming out of their Christian upbringing and they're like, Oh my God, it was so restrictive. And so, and they still see that polarized standpoint but I think at some point you have to look back and go, oh, like that laid the foundation for so much of my spiritual understanding. Now mm-hmm. that's like, there's so many things about Christianity and about those stances that are so similar to the stances that we hold now. And the more I appreciate like Christianity, the the less compelling that democratic marketing campaign is that like, oh, Republicans are just ignorant religious fundamentalists. Mm-hmm. <sighs> nuanced yeah. yeah there's just shit ton of nuance here yeah and it's crazy to me that that spiritual people aren't more nuanced mm. like that's what's crazy to mm-hmm. me is seeing like you you would think that people who are all about like dialing in their intuition and like you know trusting themselves and, and i don't even know if that's a mainstream spiritual idea anymore i feel so disconnected from mainstream spirituality yeah, I that sometimes i don't even know what people believe anymore yeah i don't know what people believe or what people are teaching other people yeah but at least our version of spirituality like mm-hmm. trusting and dialing in your own intuitive knowing and connection yeah. to like literally everything and all of soul and all of truth like that's a really really important thing yeah so it's weird to then just assume that people who are sharing a truth that's different, that that's like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's really, really weird to me. Yeah. <sighs> Which to me either says that the spiritual teachings out there are like garbage, which is possible, but I don't think they're garbage. Or that people just like are using them weird or like tossing their spiritual beliefs aside when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a spiritual person and like by day but at night in my political career i'm you know like Mm. i'm suddenly not concerned at all about oneness and coming together under the like overarching Mm. perspectives or seeing how two sides of debate always have a larger third idea that can encapsulate them all Mm -hmm. like i'm just going to throw away all of those spiritual teachings and then just call the other side racist and homophobic and Mm -hmm. all of these things that just aren't even true they're just smear campaigns like to believe the five o'clock news smear campaigns and then to throw that at other spiritual people who yeah. have a different opinion. I think is just the stupidest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really interesting. Like when I do pop onto Facebook just to look out there and see what people are saying that I regarded in such a different light before, or like mm-hmm. even people that I've had like a soft spot for, even though I haven't like totally understood their work or resonated with their work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't know, there's been something there, but, but recently it's like, it started shifting and I'm like, Oh man, this doesn't make sense. Like, mm. like, when I see people like pronounce themselves as channels and conduits of light and Mm -hmm. all of these things. And then I, I see something that's like the opposite. Yeah. I'm like, wait, why is this so scrambled? Like, Mm -hmm. I know, I mean, we've had several experiences, but like even the, when everything started going sideways with, um, the lockdowns and all of that stuff. And like, we were around people that I would consider intuitive and they were all panicked about us and what we were doing. And Mm -hmm. if we had enough water and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, of course we have enough water. Like, can't, like I'm checking in, like my my guidance is clear that, that I'm good and we're good and we have Mm -hmm. water for days and we've never once run out of water. Um, cause that's just not what's here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, but why isn't your channel telling you the same thing? Like what's going on? 
mm-hmm. like why, why and why is your channel like projecting onto mine like why is like yeah. how how did it get so twisted and like yeah how did yeah. it get so twisted yeah i remember i would like tell some people like I'd, i had a few calls and stuff and they were like talking about preparation and covid and stuff and i remember this one call in particular where like i, I told them i was like hey like just so you know like the even the decision makers like regardless of any narrative that's around this regardless of anything that's around this like starvation kills 100 percent of people so they're not going to just cut off access to grocery stores immediately like there's going to be a way for people to get food right now like that's i don't even think that's a part of the political discussion Mm -hmm. and it was like he'd never thought about it yeah you know or like thought thought it all the way through And I mean, I, I get the like doomsday scenarios where the entire like food chain breaks down and like, and all of that, but it just didn't, it didn't seem like that's where things were going. Mm-mm. No, I didn't feel that in the field at all. And I, I felt as if, if I needed to feel that I would have like, yeah. I've said before on my Instagram stories, mm-hmm. like I watch some people that they talk about like getting guns and getting ammo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I check in and I'm like, I, I can, I notice the fear stuff come up in me of like, Oh, should we get like a go bag? Like, do we need this mm-hmm, stuff? Like mm-hmm. you can feel that thread, like come alive within For you, sure. but it almost feels just the same as the five o'clock news. And when mm. I sit back and I disconnect and I ask what's here and I'm like, do I get a gun? And the guidance has been like, no, no, not yet is yeah, the guidance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I know that's, that's, that's truly what it is. And I trust that. Yeah. And, and then I also trust, though, I can see why these people sharing these messages about like, the life straws and like getting like having like a, a Ziploc baggie of tampons. And, you know, like they have all these mm-hmm. things in their go bags and they're talking about them and discussing them and their flashlight that also turns into like a knife and like all these mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. it's just like I get that it's like it feels like we're all living in these these own unique pockets of reality that we're meant to be living in Mm -hmm. for us to learn what we're here to learn. Mm -hmm. And, and I imagine that they're playing out something that they need to play out for whatever reason, but it's really interesting to be so steady in this time Mm -hmm. when it feels like people pinging in and around are, are not. Mm -hmm. And especially I think it throws me off so much when it's the spiritual community or people that classify themselves as connected to God, because I'm like, wait, when you're connected to God, you you feel how solid you are and Mm -hmm. how like right you are, like Mm -hmm. in your channel, in your knowing, not in like righteousness, no, but like right with yourself and and true yourself. Yep. Yep. And there is no like keyboard warrior (laughs) warrior. Yeah. being a warrior of the keyboard yes <laughs> like you don't have to do that Mm-mm. and like it is safe for you to share beautiful pictures of flowers online you mm-hmm. don't have to say a goddamn word mm-hmm. and let that energy of peace and purity and, and clarity in your life speak for itself yeah I had a call yesterday with this woman and she was like, you know what, Miriam, like I've always been someone that's like, what's next? What are we doing next? Like booking our next travel plans and where we're going and like, oh, February, we're going to go here. And then in April, we're going to go here. And Mm -hmm. she's like, but all of this has gotten me to slow down. And she's like, what's really helped me is your pictures of flowers. She's like, I see Mm -hmm. flowers that I've never seen before where I live. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. cool. She's like, keep posting those. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. 
I just didn't think. I didn't know. I didn't know the ripple or the impact of those peaceful walks and those beautiful mm-hmm. flowers and how that actually has helped her bring more presence into her life mm-hmm. and to be with like what's here right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you're like, when you're really trusting your channel or trusting your intuition or like really checking in, like there are times where posting something, it like doesn't make sense or like it's not even something that you like care immensely about in the moment or like th- there's like, there's just this weird feeling of not really recognizing why, at least for me, why I post certain things or like what, mm-hmm. like what in the world would compel me to start posting about, you know, like defending Republican stances. Like it's yeah. it, from the me right now perspective, I don't even really care that much. Like I do right. and I get riled up about it and it starts to come through and I yep. want to write about it. But like I'm more focused on our production. Right. And that's like. That's what's here and on building inner solidity in myself and all of that. So, yeah. so it checks out and it makes sense for me, but like there is something cool about posting the thing that's really there and then watching the ripple effect yeah. and seeing how many people it's helping just like, it's almost like if I look at it from a soul perspective, it's like, okay, you have a perspective that's going to be really, really helpful for other people. Yeah. So like that's, it almost seems like that's the reason behind the posting, yeah. you know? Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I love everything you're sharing and I love how much you're trusting it. Hmm. Like you're just trusting what's coming through and like you on Twitter is like you like light up in that space. Like you're so you're so good in that space with like the limited amount of characters and concise formed thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I've never allowed myself to just kind of go for it to this degree. And it's like to go for it in the things that I know people won't like very yeah. specifically because I can feel it before, right. you know, like before I post it, I'm like, oh, yep, this will like these people or these archetypes of people won't like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's interesting too that I kind of wanted to call out when you were reading that post that you wrote, like you've been like poking around in the conservative yeah, I know. for way longer since, since 2017 at my mom's house. Or, oh, interesting. Yeah. I remember in Seattle, I bought the conservative handbook. Right. Mm-hmm. But you were even um, reading about Ronald Reagan. Oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was the first time I understood the purpose of the military. Yeah. Before that, I just thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, the like peace through strength thing. Like it, it makes sense today. It doesn't make sense for some future ideal utopia that I can imagine. Right. But like right now. When we're being with what's here. Yeah, when we're being with what's here, this political climate, these countries who have nuclear weapons, these countries who are ready to invade at any point and would be happy to take over America. Like yeah. these countries who absolutely hate America and like literally their their indoctrination to their children, North Korea, their indoctrination to their children is like on how America is the cause for all the problems. Yeah. When that exists and you yeah. live in America, it makes sense to yeah. have a defense that that pushes them away by essentially yeah. like, Hey, we're the bigger country. Don't fuck with us. Yeah. Like there's something that makes sense about that. Yep. And I always, always was like, why don't we just take that entire military budget and like put it into helping people. Mm-hmm. But then Same. like I thought about it and I was like, wait, like if we just suddenly stopped funding our military, other countries aren't going to stop funding their military. Right. They're just going to exactly. see an opening. Exactly. And it's like, man, this like this level of chess that you got to play here in certain aspects yeah. that like both sides suck. Like, 
it's just, it was like sobering and it made me appreciate more conservative stances. It made me appreciate the military, which I never thought I could as a spiritual person. Like, like I started to understand, it was like, I understood where I was for the first time, you know, I was like, Oh, this is earth. Yeah. Like that sucks. But like those ideas that people are preaching about what earth should be, that's not real. No. And that's not here at Uh -uh. all. Uh -uh. What's here is this. So what do you do with this? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's just, Mm -hmm. it started to shape the way I think about everything. Like even like universal basic income and all of these things. Like I'm still exploring some of those ideas because I'm curious about how to, how to pull up the like, you know, pull Mm -hmm. up the the lower class like much quicker. Like I'm curious about the distribution of income and all of those things. But like, how do you do that without destroying capitalism? Right. And that's, I think it's just hard. It's really fucking hard and really nuanced. And I can't think of a good way to do it. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're having the debates that we are. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm understanding politics more, the more, I guess, grounded I get. Yeah. Just the more here I am. Right. And like, man, these things suck. Like both things suck, but like, I get it. Yeah. 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 And I think like, that's the, like the beauty of coming here at this time and having the values that we do mm-hmm. and having these, like these values of truth and understanding and precision. And I mean, you precision, mm. You're pretty precise too, sweetness. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> but it's just like, it makes sense that we would come here when things there isn't truth. There isn't precision. Like it's like a slop fest (laughs) for sure. And it makes sense that like we've kind of like popped out and lived so much of our life, like outside of our body and like kind of like Mm -hmm. wanting things to be different and like being like, well, fine, then I'm just going to live in that reality. But like, but it doesn't really work like that. Like I think the whole point of being here is that we're meant to engage with what's here. Like truly. And I think that's in this, I was never interested in politics. And I think it was by design when I think about like the dark agenda, like the politics was boring. I fell asleep. I didn't understand it. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I never watched any of those C-SPAN things. Like I, I couldn't, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But ever since Trump got elected, like I've learned more about politics in the last four years than ever before. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't put me to sleep. And I actually listen to what he's saying because he goes off script. Mm-hmm. He's animated. He makes jokes. People were chanting the other night, I think in Florida, and they were like, we love you. We love you. And I thought, I literally said, oh, he's going to say, I love you too. And I said that out loud. And he was like, you're really going to love me when yeah. <laughs> he like, set something up, said something yeah, else. You're going to love me even more. Yeah, you're, you're going to love me even, even more. more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just so funny because he even goes off of his own script. Yeah. Like he doesn't stay on any sort of like yeah. predictive like speech. And I just like, it's like broken a lot of things for me to like just start to be curious about politics and to understand like, oh, the media does spin things. And like, mm-hmm. there is this like narrative that is, it's propaganda at its finest. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the fact that like, we're not listening and that we're digging deeper and all of these like independent sources are popping up that yeah. ha- that have been doing this for years and been talking about these truths for a very long time uh-huh. or some that have just like popped over and like started speaking out and like this has kind yeah. of been their thing to find their voice in this and it and it's just really cool mm-hmm I mean, I think of someone like Candace Owens, you know, like she was, she was bought into the democratic agenda and all of that. And, 
and her kickover, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is way more nuanced and there are so many more subtleties to all of this. And it's not so black and white and for people to be so dismissive of other people, especially quote unquote mm-hmm. spiritual people, it feels like, oh wait, honey, you missed the mark. Yep. That's not actually what's here. Like you're fighting over tit for tat, but like that's, this, that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been really illuminating to watch like full debates or full speeches or whatever, yeah. and then go to Twitter. And it's like, okay, what are people spinning on this? Yes. And the most obvious thing, I mean, well, there's there's just been a lot of obvious things. Basically, yeah. every time I do it, it's really obvious. But the Pence-Harris debate, yeah. it was crazy to watch the whole thing and be like, oh my God, he's so calm and collected. Yep. His stances make more sense. Yep. She's spewing nonsense. Yeah. He's like catching her and like She's weird doing those weird faces lies. too. She was like so cruel and mean yeah. when you watch the whole thing. And yeah. then you go to Twitter and it, it, it pulls out like a little bit of her thing. And they were like, yeah, like women's empowerment. I know. And I was like, wait, what? Her just being yeah. rude on stage is women's empowerment? Uh-huh. And then the fly on Pence was the only thing that people were talking yep. about. Yep. And it's like a fly and someone being rude on a debate is is women's empowerment and like proof that the Trump campaign is full of shit or is yeah. trash. Like yeah. that's the only thing that gets pulled yeah. out of this. No fucking wonder yep. people believe what they do. Yeah. No wonder. Yep. And like, yeah, it just it just makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. It's wild to see how programmable people are. Like mm-hmm. that's the part I think that's mm-hmm. blowing my mind. And I think what's been most the where it's been illuminating this whole time but where it's been the most illuminating is in our fnn episodes in creating this fake news network Mm -hmm. i'm like oh this is like weird like like we're just we're making up shit i mean it's truth and you'll hear it when you hear it and you get it when you get it but like it's like people could believe it like like if like it feels like just as absurd and believed as the actual mainstream news yeah that's what i'm seeing and i'm like whoa like it's such yeah i mean yeah like we built in the narratives specifically to make the narrative so absurd that they were harder to believe to pop the whole idea of the narrative yes but if we just toned it down a little bit yeah we could make an actual news show. Oh yeah, and it'd be fucking easy. Hundred percent. And that, that it is such a trip to right? like to really look at it and go, oh my god, like it, it would be that easy. Yeah, we we did um, a commercial that's coming out what week six. Mm-hmm. We have a commercial coming out on FNN, and it was so cool to create. Like it's it's deep and it's dark. Um, Mm-hmm. There's like music to it and a song and this whole thing and mm-hmm. all these images and like it was wild to just pop into that energetic and know exactly what images to put in. Yeah. And like it's so like under the radar like it's weird. It's popping into those energies is so strange uh-huh. and that's where that's where the mainstream media lives like that's where that's where all these narratives are like birthed from. Is like Mm -hmm. this cesspool of like untruth gunky water. Yeah, it was like, it felt like a like a psychic battle to write half of those. Yeah, because it was going in and then making the absurd parts even more absurd, and it was like the the pushback even from the field of that intelligence Mm -hmm. like didn't want it. You know, it's like this weird like, yeah, it was yeah, 
just un, unreal going into those energetics, seeing how real those narratives yeah. are and then just making them absurd and then feeling all of the like weird pushback that mm-hmm. comes from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting. I was on a client call today and we were talking about darkness, which is really actually relieving to just be so point blank about it. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. The phone kept cutting out. I was like, I want you to go all off on your truth. Like just say everything. And it was like, like crackle, crackle, Mm -hmm. call dropped, had to call each other back. Mm -hmm. It was like this back and forth like thing. Yeah. I was like this fucking interference, man. It's weird. It's weird when you start pushing into it. Yeah. It's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were recording one of our FNN episodes and a pot exploded. Yeah. This huge pot. Yep. None of us hit it. Nothing. It just literally, it just exploded. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. We were pulling in so much light. Uh huh. Yeah. And so much truth. And yeah, it's just real and it's, it's, it's crazy and it's cool to see, to see it and to just keep going anyway. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. been like the funnest part of all this. Yeah. Is to just keep going. And it goes back to the navigating darkness stock and that your light is impenetrable. Mm-hmm. Like truly. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally like the entire first phase of our work. The first like three, four years of our work is mm-hmm. literally just like seeing all of that internally. Yeah. And it's okay. Cool. Like your, your biological fear is going to kick up and it's going to say you're going to die and it's going to map a specific amount of time until you die mm-hmm. if you don't do A, B, C or D. So just notice that and then, okay, great. So let's like buffer out that voice. Now what's actually true, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels like the same thing. Like yeah. now we're doing it. It's like, okay, cool. So you're going to share your truth and this particular archetype is going to come back and mm-hmm. try to combat it logically. This particular ar- like archetype is going to combat and come in and then try to combat it like emotionally or mm-hmm. like tell you how terrible you are. Or, like this, you know, this person's going to come in and combat it socially and like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing that. You're such, you're the worst person ever. Like it's like there's going to be these pushbacks. It's like, okay, cool. Buffer that out. What's here. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the exact same it's thing. Totally the same. And it's like, okay, so you're going to start talking about a corruption and like some weird shit's going to happen. Totally fine. Like, okay, great. Just know that's there. Let's yep. buffer it out. What's actually here. Yep. There's like, there's a solidity all the way through. Yeah. That's really the same internally as it is externally. Like 100%. they're, they're the exact same mechanism and it's the exact same skill set. It's okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to settle into peace. Really check in with what's yep. here with me and trust myself. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah, I told both women today, I was like, your only job is to hold, I mean, it, iterations of it, is to hold peace and truth in the field. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. Like, let the light work. Like, let it work through you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no need to, like, combat the darkness with darkness. Like, yep. it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I had, like, a shitty customer service interaction the other day. And like, I just told her, I said, oh, no need to be so rude. Cause she was just fucking rude. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm done. Like, I'm like, no, you don't get to talk to me like this. Like, what the hell is this? Like I read mm-hmm. energy and she wrote back this other message. Like, how is I rude? I said, thank you. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh Lord have mercy. It's fucking energy lady. Like get your, get your britches on straight. Cause you're acting like a fool. Yeah. And, and I was going to combat again. And I was mm-hmm. like, nope, do not engage. I was like me combating back with that same darkness mm-hmm. is feeding it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you don't get any food. This isn't your food source. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't play. Yeah. I got my refund. It was great. Yeah. 
And then I shared her on my stories, and now everybody knows her Instagram account. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's going to get any That's more really orders. Funny. It's so cool how we're getting to like take all the spiritual work we've done yeah. and all the spiritual teachings we've cultivated and brought through and like taught and all of that. It's so cool taking that and like starting to see even more of the world through it. Yeah. Like seeing it in politics, seeing it in it's subtle so interaction, helpful. seeing it in all of those things. And like, and even the strategies that we developed throughout all of that for how yeah. to deal with our own bullshit is the yeah. same strategies. Now we get to like turn outward and go, Oh, it's the same yeah. thing. Like that was my own darkness, like coming through me. Like that was my own like lineages, baggage and darkness mm -hmm. like coming through me and like and freaking out about things that were already solved and like yep. freaking out about things that like are really really here now it's just external and it's yeah, the, it's, the, it's same the same thing it's the same yeah i've been calling that energetic the scrappy dog because mm -hmm. it's just it just feels like that it's like but what about this but what about that and uh -huh. it's like oh no 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 and like same internal external it's the same scrappy dog mm -hmm. it's the same barking that it's like no eventually you're going to get tired and you're going to fall asleep. Like you're not getting fed. I'm not talking to you. I'm not paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. You're not what's here for me right now. Like yeah. enough. Yeah. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, it's, it, it is really cool to have these teachings. Like I feel like the second paradigm is such a, it's such a, like, it's funny. We, in the beginning, when we first moved to Seattle, we called it, we called our first house cause we lived in the basement. We called it the foundation, the second paradigm foundation. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like we were really laying the foundation for this work mm -hmm. to come through. And I, I, every time I've checked in with the second paradigm, it's just felt so vast. Mm -hmm. so, like it's, it's just felt like an infinite land, like map of land map. Like it's felt, yeah. I haven't seen the edges of it. It's just felt like this gigantic platform. Um, and I, I can see that now in, in even more like grounded, like practical ways of like engaging with like actual reality. Mm -hmm. Huh. You know, talking about this, I'm starting to understand why. So earlier you came out and we were talking about it and you were like, Hey, I got asked to like essentially run a thing for to like a support group for people to have new truths and to like feel okay in them and to share them. Yeah. And, for like, people that like were once Democrat and supported vaccines and hated guns to suddenly find themselves at a shooting range <laughs> and an anti-vax protest. And they're like, I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> like, who am I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. She was like, wanted me to start a group like that. Yeah. She said it's pinged in for her quite a few times. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling into it to find my own truth in that because I, mm -hmm. I, I could feel that. And I'm like, I, I know that I'm a safe place for people's absurd in quotes truth um, because I'm sharing my absurd truth real time on social media almost every day. Mm -hmm. um, in real, like literally, like as soon as it comes in, I'm like, oh, I got to tell them. I got to tell them I have a new stance on abortion. <laughs> I haven't yeah. processed it. It's not refined. <laughs> it's yeah. me riffing for 45 minutes on abortion. Um, but it, it, it needed to come out and it needed to be said. Um, so yeah, I was, I was checking in and I was journaling today and I, I was like, okay, so is this group really here for me? And, mm -hmm. and it, oh, my journal's over there. It, let me find it. Hold yeah, on sure, one second. Sure. Now I'm talking into both mics. Miriam's back and she's looking, flipping through her journal. 
so yeah i said oh, oh god this is like a real intimate moment glimpse mm-hmm. into miriam's very short journal entry mm-hmm. i said what's here and it said keep speaking your truth unabashedly and then i paused because and i asked siri how you spell unabashedly mm-hmm. <laughs> um un <laughs> ab and i said i'm feeling this energy course this energy course through me I said, writing, sharing videos, one-on-one work, mentorship, truth speaking, and then inner solidity. And I underlined it. Mm. And I said, is this just something that I do? And then it's, then what came back was there's something for David and I to do together. I can feel it. And I underlined it. I said, it feels really big. And I said, am I too early? Cause I feel like I'm always too early to the party. Mm-hmm. And it said, never you're on it. Mm-hmm. And then it said a group style with David wide reaching. Mm. And helpful. And then I drew a sun with my red and orange pens. <laughs> mm. And I also wrote that Danny needs to write poems. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this, I came outside and I was like, my love. <laughs> yeah. And I've, so I started to write a thing too and it's good. And I like the feel of it. I like the feel of this field and what, what it is and what's trying to come through. But I guess I haven't really seen the, it's not entirely true, but I'm seeing more mm-hmm. of the use yeah. of it, the usefulness of it. Yeah. Because the entirety of how we're navigating are like coming out into the world as mm-hmm. more of ourselves. The entirety of how we're navigating it is all second paradigm teachings. hundred percent. Entirely. I know. I a hundred percent. So when I, I think that. about like what, like how would I do this without it? I have no fucking idea. I, you wouldn't. I have no idea. I would you'd, just crumple. You'd, pro- you'd, yeah, you'd s- stay silent. Yeah. Or you'd. Vote for Sleepy Joe. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like there are paths, there are grooves that are already set and we're we're very clearly not taking them. So you can play the rebel mm-hmm. and you can go out and go, okay, fuck all of you. Yep. You can do that, but it doesn't really work. It doesn't, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's like fun for a minute. It's, yeah, it's it's fun, but it's not it's not really helpful. Or you can completely collapse back into like walking back your stance. Yep. Can you read what you wrote? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let me find it. It's in my phone. It's really good. I like loved it. Yeah, I I mean, it's not done, so it'll end abruptly, but. That's okay. They're here for it. Mm -hmm. I love when I bring things to David and then he like gets the rest of the feed. Like, I feel like I get like Mm. two words. Like, I, I just, I think of it more specifically with the manifestation thread when I was like so pissed about manifestation. I was like, this can't be fucking right. And I like yeah. bring it to you and then you like, and I wrote a doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you synthesize the whole thing mm-hmm. and it's so cool. I really, really appreciate your channel. Mm, thanks. Yeah. It's so helpful. Mm. So yeah, this is what came back from mm-hmm. after you brought me this. This is what came back unabashedly sharing your new truths when you go to a share a new truth undoubtedly you have pushback so true that pushback can do one of two things silence you or liberate you the difference is in your inner solidity and trust that you're on the right track since Miriam and I started speaking our truths more openly we've had countless comments that hit us right in the gut things like I want a refund because I don't feel your connection to source anymore true story or less direct this is disappointing or the block of text that sums up to, here's why you're a bad person and why your post is the work of a middle school dropout. Or people who entirely miss the whole point of a share just to throw a cheap shot at a single word or sentence. That part of sharing, it sucks. The scrappy dog inside all of us <laughs> wants to fight back. Oh yeah, well you suck more. 
but the scared little kid wants the exact opposite, to start walking back statements so far that they no longer offend anyone or mean anything. I mean, I think I'm starting to resonate with Republican policies, but I'm not quite sure yet, and it's really just a thought, and I might be wrong, I'm probably wrong, and Trump might not be the best guy, and I'm not decided on how I'll actually vote, and I love everyone equally, including you. The hard truth is, there's no easy way to get around that pushback or the initial shock of being treated so poorly for simply sharing your truth. It always sucks. And it's not just us. We've talked to multiple people who now have radically different truths than they did in January. They all say the same thing about their attempts to communicate their change of perspective. I've lost dozens of friends. But it's not that harsh reality that decides how they move forward or don't. It's what they do with it. Miriam and I, along with every person we've talked to, have had to come to the same realization. I've lost dozens of friends, and that's okay. Hmm. So yeah, that's where it stops abruptly, because then it kind of goes into, I would imagine, like what we're landing on now. Yeah. You know, but... Still landing, folks. But yeah, I mean, that just in itself, like the... I love that The end, that's okay, I think is what you're feeling called for us to create a space for. And I'm starting to see more of the, I'm starting to see and feel more of the truth in that Yeah. because I'm recognizing how much having a spiritual framework, first of all, to navigate the world helps. And I'm also recognizing that this is literally just us teaching phase two of our work. Yeah. You know, like this is where our work was going anyway. Yep. And it's like real time. Like it's so, it's so helpful that the collective is in this like upheaval that they're in Mm because it makes this work even like, it's like, oh, we can real time teach this shit. Like we don't need to like pull from like this. I don't know. It's like, we don't have to pull from this like small life example. Cause like before 2020 life was just kind of steady and then people had their own personal like things that would pop up. But since this is such a collective upheaval, it feels really cool to teach into that. Like it feels like we're directly infusing light into that like cloud Mm. of freneticism. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. That feels really good. Yeah, I mean, now's the time to share all those perspectives. You get the quickest life lessons. Right, that's what I'm saying. If people weren't as like outraged and all over the place, like there wouldn't be as as much. It would of an take us forever. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be and like it's oh, always I... kind of been like that. Like people have pushed back on shit for ages. Of course, but it's 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 different. Like it's like oh I, yeah, you know, I've been looking into vaccines, and I told my friend Sally that I like I think I I don't I think I don't support them anymore. Like I don't think vaccines are good, and now Sally's upset with me. Like it was more that it was like the one singular friend, but now it's like, it's just, you feel Sally and then Sally has her whole army of why you need an injection. You know, it's like, so it, it, the, the truth has more weight and so does the pushback, but it Mm -hmm. it just feels like it's that like crystallization, like two opposing things, but like still staying steady in your truth. So we can like reach that point. Like Mm -hmm. when you and I argue and we're so rooted in our own truths and they don't fucking match and we can't figure out why, but then it ends up popping through to something even better. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what gets to happen on this. Like, it, it just feels like big. Like, if it, mm-hmm. it is not just like you and Sally. Like, it's like you and like all this whole swarm of other people and then Sally and her whole swarm. And we're like, yeah. we're speaking big truths to these like huge pockets. Yeah. Does that make sense? Did I lose you? No, like, I think you're right. Like, I, I do see the the truths coming together and synthesizing more and more like it is. And the 
the weight behind literally every post feels more now. Like yeah. there's more angst, more anger, more like snappy judgments than there ever have been, especially around politics. Yep. 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 And yeah. I, yeah, I know. I think the lockdown was like the best thing. Like talk about light always working and light always winning. Like, mm-hmm. like people being locked down in their homes like researching and finding out more things for themselves, not based on like what their coworkers are saying or what the program is that they're programmed with. Mm -hmm. Like when they're really doing more investigation, like it's really started to awaken people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could, I don't know if it's here or if it will be, or if it'd be this topic or a more broad one. Like often I think it's, it's this, but then it's something else. But like, I feel like a whole doc could come through on just how to navigate collective pushback, yeah. like just how to navigate these things. Cause there's so much that I've, I've been wanting to like write and talk about and like almost mm. teach into like, there's so many elements that I oh, feel like I can like teach on all of this. You this know? goes with the doc, this course that we're feeling probably goes with the doc that's yeah. not here yet and may or may not be this. <laughs> you're like it'll come through in like an hour bro. yeah i know i'm yeah. like um it what do you mean it may or may not be it may be yeah. <laughs> it absolutely is but yeah i mean i do feel so it's either going to be on collective pushback or include collective pushback that's that's essentially oh, what, what, I'm, what i'm saying you know yes yes um i th- mm-hmm. but yeah i mean there's there's so much on navigating it like on recognizing when people come at you that aren't aligned with who you are anyway and they suddenly don't like you like that's not actually a loss no like it's being able to recognize things like that and it feels like even logically breaking down the subtle energetics yep and logically breaking down the social dynamics Mm -hmm. like really really walking through everything and then refocusing on like okay remember where you're going by the time you're there these people aren't going to be around no so does it matter Like, does it really matter if they start orbiting out now versus later? Wouldn't it just make it easier for the whole rest of the journey? Like it's being able to unpack things like that, that I think, I mean, we haven't unpacked in, in doc form definitely. And we haven't unpacked it even in like a, (laughs) even in like a deep setting with people. Mm -mm. No, just in our own experience Yeah. to make sense of, of, of it. Because this pop, I think, for all of us in the house has been extraordinarily easy relative to how I see it being for other people. Yes. Agreed. And I think it's because we have each other and we're doing this work. Yeah. Because we have each other. We remind each other of these truths and we settle into literally, I I think so much of it has been just all the stuff that's come through on the second paradigm. Yeah. Like it's been so easy to navigate this stuff because we're like, oh, that's uh, just the same shit that we've been doing for a long time internally. Like, okay, cool. Just let it drop. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm not going to let that hook. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. Like. Yep. Not my people. Like all yep. of the different things that yep. we've been using to like kind of navigate yep. all of this. Disconnect it's, it's, from the collective. The same. Yeah. Disconnect mm-hmm. from the collective. What's mm-hmm. really here for you? Yep. Is that even true to share? Is it really yep. true for you to share that thing to that person right mm-hmm. now? Or is that just your own survival instinct kicking in that's yep. saying, well, they don't like me, which means they're going to tattletale to the rest of the tribe and uh-huh. I'm gonna get kicked out and eaten by a saber tooth tiger. Like what are the actual dynamics that are yep. happening? Yep. Yeah. It's cool. There's a bunch there. And I think that's what I'm realizing more and more in this conversation. Mm-hmm. That like there is a really comprehensive map that we can teach for what it looks like to come out into the world. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah, I feel it here like so potent. Man. I know. I know every time I like, every time I plug in even a little bit, I'm like, oh, there's another thing. Like, oh, there's another thing. What else Like you even got? navigating, 
even navigating the internal desire to like pop off immediately and oh, getting yep. discouraged when like things you don't suddenly get like a trillion followers like mm-hmm. because you shared one ballsy post mm-hmm. like one you got to solidify yep you know yeah like it's it's and it's a slow long sustainable journey where you have the exact number of people who were there consistently to be able to support that particular you know it's like it's all of it's all of that like it's navigating it's pulling things from like the fame and wealth doc. Mm-hmm. It's pulling things from like a guide for impasse. It's pulling mm-hmm. things from like, it's referencing lots of other chapters of this work and like yep. weaving it into like, okay, now that you're no longer like resting and sitting on your ass watching Netflix, because mm-hmm. that's what was most there. Like yep. now that you've cultivated your own inner solidity and started to learn who you are, yep. like, can you bring that exact, can you really just stay in the energy as it's moving you out into the world? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Oh, I see what you're saying. That we'll probably end up teaching on the doc and using the doc to be able to teach and yes. cultivate. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the doc's a part of the course. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Huh. <laughs> That's really cool. Can you guys see the gears turning in David's head like I can? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So then, so then here's what I do real time. Okay. I go, okay, cool. Is it here in this very moment? Like what's really here right now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause I think the doc's going to come through. It might actually, it does actually feel closer than I think, mm-hmm. which is a trip, but it also feels really good. Cause it's li- it picks up right where our docs left off. Yeah. The docs literally end at now you're moving into phase two. We'll be back. Essentially is like where the docs are. They're moving into phase two. You're going to yeah. start pressing out into the world. It's going to be uncomfortable. Here's why it's going to be uncomfortable. Remember this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it starts to pull back. And that's the only doc we haven't released too. was the self love yeah. doc. Cause that start, that doc is the transition from first into second. Yep. So I imagine we'll also include that doc in the course. Cause it's cool. like, here's the, here's everything you need to build inner solidity mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. out into the world. Yep. And then here's what it looks like when you come out into the world. So I imagine yep. it'll actually be both. Cool. Love that. Huh. This is cool. And we've also been feeling like teaching on docs. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And we wanted to start putting out courses and yep. things for the docs, but like revisiting and going back hasn't felt here. Mm-mm. It's felt true, but not here. Yep. So this actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm still actually okay in this moment with still having our first, our phase one docs be free and out. Yeah. At least for the very moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's totally still yeah. here. Yeah. Just feel that too. Yeah. Huh. This is awesome. Well, this turned into a a reading of Facebook posts into a inside a business meeting with Mm -hmm. Miriam and David. I know. This is this is how we work. This is totally how we work. Uh huh. It's actually helpful to do it on here. Yeah. Because we're having to stay even more engaged, I think, and talk (laughs) it out loud. That's true. And not just be in our heads thinking. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So I want to have all our business meetings now. I know we just have all of our. Bu- oh my god, that's not a bad idea. I just know. have our business meetings public. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, it's not like anyone else can do what we're doing. <laughs> like they're not gonna like steal our ideas. Well, I'm gonna channel a doc and teach a course. It's like, Go ahead, bro. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I actually love. I'm popping out now and getting even more meta, but I love. I love how we do business and I love how we like we're we're constantly just unpacking what's really here and like trusting wherever it's going. 
Yeah. And like all of the pieces always start to click together. Like this is one of those moments mm. where it's like, oh, yep, that and this and this yes. and this and this all, all come together. Yes. Because all of these wait. conversations have been spokes to this center wheel. Yes. That we've been all that. I mean, we've been all meaning you and I have yep. been getting mostly you even have yep. been getting like for weeks, months. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a bit. I know. I like. Yeah. I feel like I like bring you a spoke or something. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, here's another spoke. Uh-huh. And then. And I used to write off the spokes quicker. That's true. Because I didn't. And well, I didn't entirely well, know what was like, happening. That's not here. But yeah. I, I tend to get things for what's to come. Yes. And you and like it's here to talk about that thing. Yes. You know, that's it's always here to talk about that thing and to explore that thing. Yeah. And that's what I don't. That's what I used to not acknowledge as much, but now I'm seeing more and more yeah. constantly. And we, I'm sure we've even talked about this on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we have, I think, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's fun to bring you the spokes too, because then you explain to me like what color the spoke is and like where it goes and why it goes there. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, here, I found this. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've been tinkering with this thing For and sure. I, I needed that. I'm realizing how much that's my role in like literally everything we're doing. It's also my role in Paradise Valley Productions. Like yeah. We all sit down and we shoot the shit and we yep. like, we come up with all these ideas and none of them make sense. Mm-hmm. None of them fit anything. And then I go and I slot, I yep. slot everything. Yep. And yep. like, I need to be by myself. Yep. I need Outside. to sit and yep. yeah, be by myself, sit and just fucking go for it. And yep. just like really, really plug in. And then everything starts to slot. And I'm like, oh my God, everybody's ideas are now integrated into this thing. Uh-huh. And it makes so much sense and it's so dialed. Yep. And it's yeah. so much better than the thing that I originally had in mind or uh-huh. any of us originally had in mind, like yep. the way things come together. Yeah. It's just cool. And it always surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I remember Bryn saying that like human design wise about you. She's like, oh, she's like, you just like throw ideas at David and then they like, they like ping pong around in his brain and then he like makes sense of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like a synthesizer. Yeah. And that was helpful for her to say that and have me see that because sometimes mm-hmm. I want you to be quicker. Oh, yeah. But you're really thoughtful in your synthesization. Yeah. I can get on board with it at face value, but I can't get on board with it with how it fits into the larger picture. And until I can see that, yep. it doesn't work. I know. And I have like to it wait. Never, it never fits. And I hate waiting. But by the time it comes through and slots, yeah. then it's the perfect time to do it. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's, it's conversations like this. I'm really glad that we're doing this on the podcast because it's conversations like this that to me have given so much validity to our intuition. Mm, What do you mean? It's these moments where everything comes together and it's like, yep, these Uh, are all the intuitive hits that we've trusted and essentially cataloged throughout the past few months. And they all slot into a bigger thing that we wouldn't have been ready for when the first thing came through and it wouldn't have made sense. But now all of those pieces all slot in and it's like, yep, here's the next full blown business project. Like that's how something comes through. Yes. And it's seeing how those things come through. And how comprehensive they are, how they all fit. Like it's not just this weird emotional fluster of random ideas that then David has to go sit outside and like piece together. Like it's oh, never felt no, like that. No, when no. I'm in it, I can feel there's like an intelligence behind all of the yes. different thoughts and they all slot. They all slot cleanly. Yep. And like things that we 
it's even funny in the moments where like we go back to our notes mm-hmm. you can feel where the feed drops out and then yep. where all of our ideas and like all the like okay so maybe this is how it works you can uh-huh. see it first off distinctly in the note yeah like you can see the exact point where i where typically i start mapping shit yeah and like typically that map is wrong but everything before it was a piece of that next larger thing yeah like it's it's cool trusting more and more of intuition and starting to let some of the logical pieces fall back yeah but then seeing the logic in the intuitive knowing seeing how like it's a pure and cleaner logic mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like it's like a higher logic yeah yeah and it's it's cool seeing that come together in our business and watching all mm-hmm. the pieces come together and like things that we could have never predicted right like us for all coming together yep. slotting into things that we were already getting yeah like it's it's that level of precision where it's like even the unexpected changes in life yeah. also still slot into the things mm-hmm. that you were already getting like mm-hmm. it's that level of precision yeah where i'm like how the fuck can i go back to like let's make our 10-year plan and, and oh, grind woof. through until it's done and hope it gets us somewhere like i i can't no because of how pristine and precise yes. this has been yes Yes. And in this whole like model of quote unquote model and way of doing business and way of life is all about just being with what's actually here in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, I think it's easy. I mean, we've talked about this before, but like to get those intuitive pings and then we're like, okay, we have to create a course right now. Oh my God, that must be, but I'm like, but the truth is, is I had one spoke out of like 10, but I think that one spoke is the thing. Yeah. I mean, not so much anymore, but I used to think that one spoke was the thing. And then I'd like bring it to you and I'd be like, oh my God, okay, we have to do this. And it, 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 it it doesn't fit. That doesn't work. uh But you're also seeing your spokes as spokes now, which is cool. Like we're we're learning how to work together and work with Mm -hmm. this intelligence that is our souls co-creating things. Yeah. And I think that's carried over into Paradise Valley Productions too. Like our work systems have carried over into into our larger work systems. A hundred percent. Really, really, really awesome. Yeah, the second paradigm is such a strong mm. foundation. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so easy to like live in and live on and oh, live yeah. by and just be. Yeah, I think as a as a man, there's something that I've had to come kind of full circle with. Like it's these moments where I like really, really even more deeply stand by. Like there have been posts where I posted like lots of people argue whether to be more masculine or feminine or whatever but Mm -hmm. really i just see it as like logic versus soul essentially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and like it's i think as a man it's weird being intuitive Mm -hmm. like it's like a feminine quality Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but i legitimately now being on this side of things and seeing how seamless this can work i'm understanding the like logical piece and how it fits in with the intuitive like there is still a like there is still a dynamic here And there is still like masculine, feminine traits in the like polarity or whatever, you know, that whole, like, that whole model kind of sucks. I yeah. hate it, but I can still see elements of it, but it's not how people talk about it. Right. It's not that I critique all of your intuitive knowings and make them more logical. Right. You know, which is, I think how a lot of dysfunctional relationships work. <laughs> yes. It's more so that the things that we're bringing each other, like, I think you have an even deeper grounding on the pulse of like of that intuitive feed and like I have a different 
pulse on it. You know, like mm-hmm. I have like a, it's an entirely different style of relating with this intelligence yeah. that is soul, a yeah. very different style. Yeah. And mine tends to be more like, okay, how does all of this fit and how can it be comprehensive and how can we push yes. it out and how does this fit with the systems of the world that we have available to us right now and our own skill sets and like those yeah. are the things that I'm I'm playing in and mapping. And I guess I'm, I yeah, I always want to go to sell myself short on this. I'm, I think we're very equally tapped in, you know, yes. but there there is just a different style different. and that's how we mm-hmm. come together. It's yes. not like it's like that's where our polarity is mm-hmm. in like what we really are good at and how we mm-hmm. naturally naturally work with soul and with mm-hmm. intuition, not yeah. like I'm the brainy one and you're the intuitive one. Right. I think those right. those tend to be fairly dysfunctional, like full of resentment and like things don't actually work mm-hmm. and like the intuitions aren't actually acknowledged right. and they get shoved aside. And like mm-hmm. that's I think something that at some point I want to be able to convey more and more to men is that that's Mm. not the role that they're supposed to be playing Yeah, and they get to trust themselves just as much. And that doesn't make them like stepping into their feminine. That means they're like stepping into who the fuck they actually are. Mm -hmm. And then that's where real synthesis can happen. I think that it's, it's yes. Mm -hmm. Love this. I just picked up a new feed, which I never thought of before. I think that masculine feminine like teaching is actually really I was going to say like wrong, like not, not right. It doesn't, it it, it feels kind of like the feminist movement. Like it feels like it's almost like it makes the masculine a certain way. It makes the feminine a certain way. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's not fully formed, but it's like, I don't know. It's like making the man wrong and like not, not having the man be tapped into his intuitive knowing. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. And and, and I and think having the woman not be respected. In her intuitive knowing. Oh my god, yeah. Because in those models the woman is all over the place and highly emotional. Oh right. That's what those models say. So it right. it devalues intuition both on both yeah. sides. Yeah, which is interesting because to me, like uh, that just feels like dark agenda work, like yeah. truthfully, because when I think about like women not being connected to their intuition, like it makes sense to create the feminist movement to have women like want to like work and be equal to men in the workforce. I'm going mm-hmm. off on a totally different thread here, yeah. but just to prove this point, because it mm-hmm. came in the other day mm-hmm. and I felt so passionately about it and I didn't even realize I hadn't connected these dots, but it feels like having women fight for something that's actually not even fucking there, but having them fight to be quote unquote equal to men in the workforce yet they're, they fucking have like a three month old baby at home. Mm -hmm. It it feels like it puts them in a rhythm. It puts them in this hypnotic state to not be connected to their internal knowing because all they're Mm -hmm. doing is operating off of like time. It's like they have a clock. They have a certain amount of time in the day. They mm-hmm. have to get these things done. The kid needs to get dropped off here. needs to get picked up here. Dinner needs to get made. The house needs to get cleaned. I need to go to work. Like there's all these different things that need yeah. to happen in this fixed amount of time. Yeah. And I think it keeps women disconnected from their intuitive knowing. Yeah. And it's, it's a perfect way to program when yeah. you're not connected and you're not sovereign and you can't tell like you're you know, your ass from your elbows, like mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to make sense of the world. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's very easy to program and sway. And it's so easy. It's, you just change the rules and that clicks right. And it in. clicks right over. Yep. And yeah, there's something coming in with that same agenda with the, with the, the spiritual in quotes, masculine, feminine work. There's mm-hmm. something there with the feminist movement. I'm feeling like a, a really mm-hmm. strong parallel between the two, that it's the same yeah, level of brainwashing. It's the same level of untruth that's being programmed in. Mm. 
and see, this is, this is an example of something I would bring to you off, um, recording (laughs) off microphone. Mm -hmm. I'd bring this to you and then. Yeah. And then it gets silent for a long time. And then later I would talk about it or, or I would have something and then later it would refine more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't entirely know know. in this moment, you know, but I do feel those, I do feel those threads like with the, it feels like the, the masculine feminine stuff is more tailored toward men than it is to women. Mm. Like I think those messages tend to be more tailored to men. Like when I think about David data's work and all of that, like where lots of that stuff comes from, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily come from there, but it was a kind of popularized there. Like Mm -hmm. these, like the, the main masculine guru, Mm -hmm. like those, but when I think and talk to women, they are always thinking and wanting to be more flowy and more feminine and more yeah, light. Yeah, because that's the other side of it, too. But I'm like, where's your raging bitch? Like, I want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. need you to be more feminine and flowy. And So, okay, what this thought came through right before you were saying things, too, and it's finally coming back around. Like, th- it's weird, too, that the outcome from that is to have more sex. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's literally hooking into a biological urge. Oh, and something that there's a bunch of shame and uncertainty around already. Uh-huh. And then it's, it's programming that. But I think the, Funny. the Whoa. thing that I, the thing that I don't entirely, it's not fully formulated, but there's this, there's this nebulous thing that's set as ideal, right? The masculine feminine yep. and even manifestation, like mm-hmm. the purely positive thoughts. There's this like utopian inner landscape that gets set out for you. And then it says, here's the things you have to do in order to be that. Mm -hmm. Even if that thing were possible, when I zoom out, even if you do it perfectly and you become that thing, I don't think that thing's actually ideal. And that's right where I pop out and I go, yeah, but like the God that you've placed at the, at the figurehead of your life, Mm -hmm. this, this like image, this inner utopia that you're idolizing and moving toward that everything's moving toward. Like how do I become more of a feminine woman or how to become more of a masculine man or how to become more of the like male provider or like whatever that Mm -hmm. ideal is, is it actually even you? Right. You know? And like when you start moving toward those things, I think it takes popping out and looking at it and going, why is that the ideal Mm -hmm. and really questioning that to then be able to even have the question of, is there some sort of underlying manipulation there? So I think that's the thing I go towards first, right? With the masculine feminine dynamics. I'm like, is that ideal actually ideal? And I'm like, no, because that makes me feel like my intuitive connection makes me girly. Mm-hmm. which is stupid. It's the mm-hmm. worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. My connection to this thing that we to all God, ultimately to are. Source, yeah, my connection to, to God makes me a wimp, makes uh-huh. me like a pussy or like whatever the, uh-huh. like the crude, stupid language is. Yeah. And it makes women feel like they can't stand up for themselves and are stupid. Like that, like mm-hmm. their intuitive opinions are like flowy and whimsical and they need a man to ground them into logic. Mm-hmm. Like that's a dumb idea. Yeah. It's a terrible manipulative idea yeah. and it's a dynamic that, can never work. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, I think that's where I go first. Yeah. So yep. yeah, this is my kind of thought process externally uh-huh. of how I do this yep. is then like you give me something like, okay, cool. Like what is the thing that it's telling people to move toward? Yep. And then it kind of starts to unpack the other way. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You like map it backwards. Yeah. To I, you. I map it backwards. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool to hear. Yeah, there's something there. I don't I don't fully have it either, but yeah. I never fully have it. <laughs> I always just get pieces. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, something about it feels off. Yeah. And like it's just it to go back to even what you when you read that post 
at the very beginning. Yeah. The Facebook post, it's like the same manipulation with marketing. Mm -hmm. Like, of course it's going to be the same way in the political arena with like Mm -hmm. to think that it's not is silly. Like that's kind of how I feel with this masculine feminine thing. Like to think that it's not more manipulation is silly. Mm-hmm. because what it's doing is it's telling you you're wrong right now, yeah. right yeah. now, this version of you is wrong and you can be better if you just do these things. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate those, that bucket. You've been saying that a lot recently, like anything that tells you that you're wrong is darkness. Yeah. Like that's a pretty hard line stance to take as a spiritual person <laughs> yeah. or just as any person, <laughs> but like it's, it really does check out. Sorry, I was sliding down on the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does check out. Anything yeah. that tells you, whether it's an internal thought or an external human, <laughs> that tells you that you're bad or wrong, mm-hmm. or like a model or an idea or like a teaching or something that you're learning from someone, if there's like an underlying current that's like, oh, what you're doing isn't right and this is, mm-hmm. like run for the fucking hills, get the fuck out of there. Like that shit is just darkness. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I can't take any other stance on it. Yeah. I mean, it's a trip. Like, I think that's why we've also polarized so much around, like, drug culture and all of that is because, like, so many of the downloads and quotes that I see people get are just, like, ways that they're wrong. Yeah. And it, like, weirdly feels empowering because it's like, oh, I finally found out what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it's it's similar in, like, political arenas. Like, oh, I finally found out what's wrong with me or what's wrong with my reality. Like, it's because Trump has been president. It's yeah. because, like, I haven't been getting paid from... Amazon taxes like that's what's wrong with mm-hmm. things you know it's like like oh it's it's Amazon it's Jeff Bezos like they're mm-hmm. they're corrupt and like capitalism like this fucked up system that I was born into like like I gotta fight for my rights to have a share of Amazon's tax return like deposited in my bank account every month like there's this weird like righteousness and there's this weird like sense of like oh I finally found the thing that's wrong yeah. and I think that's the like that's the thing that we end up deprogramming or almost creating internal solidity the most from is going yep. yeah but all of those things aren't true because there's not actually anything wrong mm-hmm. so the minute you go there's nothing actually wrong with me literally nothing can plug in yeah and that's what's fucking crazy yes. is starting to solidify deeper and yes. deeper and deeper into that because it's like i think there's all of the like initial rebuttals it's like yeah but like can't things be improved it's like a fucking course mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean anything's wrong right now right and like even when I start to like unpack more and more of like like almost like spotting trends of like mm-hmm. what does soul tell me to do and like what are all these intuitive hits doing and like what what's really here and it's like the things that always come in are like here's the most ideal thing that you can be doing in this moment or here's the most ideal thing that you can say in this moment for things to go better mm-hmm. for things to go ideal moving forward mm-hmm. and it's like oh no like I'll literally straight up ask in my journal sometimes and this this is a long like a lifelong pattern that I've noticed and it's breaking more and mm. more and more. I don't even know if it comes up anymore, but there's the sense of like, Oh no. So like, was that thing that I was doing before wrong? And it's like, mm. no, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Right. Like there, there's all of these weird places where like this idea that we're wrong penetrates. Yep. But sealing that thing up entirely, like the more and more that that inner solidity builds, like like everything starts to unplug yeah. from there. It's like there's there's nothing that can penetrate from there, and that's mm-hmm. where it starts to become obvious. With like this masculine right. dominant thing, it's like, well, the the hooks aren't penetrating me. Of like my sexual shame from childhood makes me 
less of a man and that's why I'm I don't hold the polar like that hook doesn't land mm-hmm. because I know I'm already good. Yeah. So since that hook doesn't land, then the next the next thing is you look back at it and you're like, wait, that the whole thing's stupid. Yeah. But if the hook lands, yep. then the whole thing's genius. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, that's what's wrong with me. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. what I can do. Oh my God, it's so easy. I just mm-hmm. have to be more of a masculine man. Mm-hmm. And like that's where in that moment you're being manipulated. Yep. And that manipulation is now making decisions for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where essentially you no longer have free will. Like you've yeah. given, you've handed your free will over to this thing where you don't even know where it came from. You don't know whether it's true. You don't know whether it's really ideal. You don't know whether it's you, but it's making decisions in your life. Like yeah. that's where mm-hmm. shit, gets, shit goes sideways. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same hooks that are landing now for all of the spiritual people that are bashing on Trump and that are saying he's a racist, terrible person and it's good marking the end of the days and you need to be more morally virtuous and you ain't spiritual unless you're voting Biden. Like all of that same stuff. It's it's their hooks. They're straight up hooks. Yeah. And like when that hook doesn't land that like your reality's fucked up and it's this guy's fault. Mm-hmm. When that hook doesn't land, you right. see the whole thing. Right. It's the exact same thing, right. but you have to be willing to like sit back into the really uncomfortable at first idea that there's nothing wrong with you or your reality. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable to sit yes. there. Yes. Very fucking uncomfortable. Yes. Because you have to actually be here and see everything that's here. Right. And the minute you sit back and go, there's nothing wrong here, you start seeing even more shit that it would be categorized as wrong from yeah. that previous perspective. Mm-hmm. And there's something too about like, I don't know why this is pinging in, but like mm-hmm. something about like even taking responsibility instead mm-hmm. of like being the one to blame and point the finger. Mm-hmm. Cause like politically it doesn't really matter. Like my life is great. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. Like, and I think that's probably why I wasn't interested in politics for so long because I never felt like it impacted me. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, yeah, but I look outside and I see the like pretty flowers and the trees and yeah. like, I'm good. Like I'm still good. Like my reality hasn't actually changed at all. Mm-hmm. But now I, f- I feel more like awareness and like a desire to engage with those pieces that I, that I didn't before. Mm-hmm. And like, I've never blamed the president for my circumstances. Like that doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. And like, I also don't see the president as my savior from mm-hmm. my circumstances. Yeah, certainly not. Like that doesn't work either. Mm-mm. So there's like this inner like responsibility or like acceptance. There's this inner acceptance of reality mm-hmm. and like willingness to be here and yeah. engage with what's actually here. And then the votes more like, okay, which policies or which stance on America or which stance on the direction that things can move forward yeah. seems lighter and brighter to me. Mm-hmm. Like I may or may not be right by like absolute truth, whatever the fuck that is, but right. like what's like the best possible like right here, stance right I can now. have right here, right now? What's the yeah. best possible thing that can be right here, right now? Yeah. Based on all the information I have, based on the best decision I can make. And then you just you just make the decision and then you mm-hmm. move on. And you get back to like your life and the things that are really here. Totally. Yeah, like even reading um, Ben's post recently, the one that he just posted. Mm-hmm. Ben Weston, check him out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Give him some love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, your comments will get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> By us. <laughs> By us. We report them. <laughs> Reported uh, as hate speech. Um, that's so funny. 
but he wrote that like two of his homies and I was hoping one of them was me um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) supported Trump and he said that he like I can't remember exactly what he said about the people that he was talking about but essentially that like it got him to think even deeper about it like oh these are people like I don't see them as like the narrative that's attached to what it means when you support Trump, it means you're racist and all these awful things. Like he didn't attach that narrative to those people. So it got him to think further. And even a comment I received recently on my post about like, we don't agree politically, but she still loves me. Mm -hmm. And it was just so sweet and Mm -hmm. true. And like, of course, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think there's something to that. I think there's something to like going deeper and, and looking further into things. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we've done. That's what we've done since January. Yeah. We've really been poking around in all of these narratives and like finding out like what really like hits as truth right now in 2020. Like what's the like lightest and brightest possible thing for us to put out into the world. Mm-hmm. And the lightest, brightest and truest thing for us to say right now in this like iteration of humanity. Yeah. And, and what's cool about that is like in like 2030 and like 10 years from now, if our truth is entirely different, like that's okay. And we'll be able to speak to the truth of 2020 because we honored the truth of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that was my truth then because of this, this, and this, because this is how things were for these various reasons. But yeah, you're right. My truth 2030, it's entirely different because of this, this, and this, Uh like And that just feels really cool. But like if we were here right now in 2020, people pleasing and walking back statements and and trying to appease people and playing pretend Mm -hmm. and not actually rooted in what we're here to root into, then we wouldn't be able to stand up for ourselves in 2030. No, we'd be doing the exact same thing. We'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I did say that. Yeah, it'd be exactly the same. You'd be walking back statements. You'd be like putting your tail between your legs yeah. and, and because lying. culture changes, you're going to just literally walk back statements for the rest of your life. Yeah. So it's really cool to build this inner solidity in a time when the climate, the political climate is so hot. Yeah. It feels good to like be like alchemizing into something like yeah. solid. Yeah. Like I, I wrote that post, but like where I think I, where I think it's going with mm-hmm. the like post of speaking your truth, mm-hmm. like it's like, it's realizing that like, I lost a dozen friends or like I've lost dozens of friends and Mm -hmm. that's okay. But it goes even further because like when you start to get those posts and like when you get those comments and you get those replies, there's that initial sting. And then when you stand in your truth, it is the most liberating thing. ever. Oh my God. It is like the, the biggest high ever to after you close up like this, there's like this, there's like this hole in my heart that's been impervious and it gets hit and I'm afraid of it getting hit and then it gets hit and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But then after that, like every time it gets hit, I'm like, wait, it's not hurting. Like there's, there's Uh this, like, there's this like, wait, I can just fucking do this for the rest of my, like, I can just be this, this outspoken about anything. Like there's this sudden like excitement and life that comes back where it's like, oh my God, like that's all it was. It hurt for maybe 35 seconds. Yeah. That's it. Uh I thought I was going to be out for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, but it hurt for like half a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the psychology of how that came in and why it came in. And I was like, wait, this doesn't mean fucking anything about me. And oh my God, they said that because of this and this and this. And then it like, it, it seals right up. Mm-hmm. And suddenly 
I'm that liberated now and I can say that and maybe even more right. later because right. I was willing to exactly. go through the pain in quotes of, of the social yes. pushback. It's like yes. until you get hit in the face socially, you don't realize that they don't actually hurt. You don't right. realize that those blows are so fucking weak. You right. think it's going to knock you out and you're going to be taken out for yeah. forever and you're going to be forever yeah. written off as a racist and a terrible person and you're never going to have friends again because mm-hmm. evolutionarily we're built to feel that. But you get hit in the face socially yeah. and it literally does nothing. It does and Everyone forgets in 10 minutes. Yep. But the thing that it does do is you suddenly are stronger and you're suddenly more even solid to speak even more of your truth and be even more of you in the world. And that's the direction that the second paradigm's been moving for fucking four years. That's the direction that our entire fucking civilization is moving. How do we become even more of ourselves and essentially cut out all the group think? It's like being in a company where suddenly like everyone's thinking the same, but nobody agrees with that thing that everyone's thinking. Like everyone's just kind of like playing nice and the company goes in weird fucking directions and makes weird statements and like all sorts of shit but everyone feels weird about it but mm-hmm. no one's willing to say anything mm-hmm. like that that group think is peeling off of us as a civilization so we can actually be who we are and yep. all of the manipulations are getting unplugged and suddenly people are like saying what they actually mean mm-hmm. and it's good yes and every person who says what they really mean i learned so fucking much from yeah so much from yeah a hundred percent it's so oh. fucking exciting. That's like the that's the liberation on the other side of that like pocket of hard. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it reminds me of shout out Stacy mm-hmm. when she was nervous about the mandatory vaccines, which aren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about them and talking about them, it was like, yeah, but that's not here. Like what's actually here and what's actually here was for her to to say that she's a yoga teacher and she's voting for Trump. I mean, she said a zillion other more things, other things. But that was the thing that like was the upheaval that people got so uncomfortable with. Um, But it it was it's building that inner solidity. So when it comes time to stand up to the said mandatory vaccinations, if that ever happens, she's solid. She's she's more solid now because she was with what was here. Hell yeah. Of, of sharing what her truth online of what she had to say mm-hmm. that solidified something within her that like that needed to happen in order for her to be that solid for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's cool to see it like actually playing out for people yeah. like actually real time and actually feeling it. Yep. And, and realizing that like, yeah, the comment section, I mean, that's where the darkness lives. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you don't have to play there. Like mm-hmm. your job is to keep posting on your own feed and sharing your own truth and just to keep going. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like, it's really simple. Mm-hmm. Ben was saying, I commented on his post. He said he like scrolled through and had his hand up. So he was just looking for my name. Like he was watching a scary, uh-huh. a scary movie <laughs> and not wanting to see the scene. <laughs> like of all the demons. Yeah. It was so, oh, it was so funny. Yeah, it's like, it's just not even worth it. You know, it's like, we got to keep going. We got to keep doing what's actually here for us. Mm -hmm. Because, and and it's such a blessing too to like encounter those like shitty ass comments because it really does build an inner solidity. solidity. It's like, oh, Home Slice, you have no idea how much light you're bringing into my life by saying that. Mm -hmm. Like you have no idea how much more solid I am now because you acted like an asshole with yeah. your fingers on the keyboard. Yeah. Like it's pretty wild. Like this isn't like some spiritual, like 
light washing thing or spiritual no. bypassing that I'm doing. Like I, it's genuine, genuinely, I, I, I feel that like yeah. after the sting, yep. after the sting and feeling what I felt and all of those things, there's like, there's just, it's like, nope. It like just gets more and more solid. Uh-huh. Yeah. It stings less every single time. Oh yeah. So if you're willing to put up with just a baseline of sting, mm-hmm. then like the, since it stings less every time, it means you can share more and more people can see it for the same level of sting. Yeah. Every time you share the next post, you can share more and more people can hate it and it'll still feel the same level of sting. Yes. Like that's fucking incredible. Yeah. It means we can share more our entire lives and it'll never feel worse than this. Like that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, these are the things I that we have to share. I if you're, about if that. you have been jiving with this, message Miriam if you want to do this course and <laughs> that we we'll know nothing else about. Is, that we know nothing else about. Yeah, <laughs> that we'll yeah. continue to pull through. We'll continue to pull through. Yeah, totally. DM me on Instagram. Yeah, I'm being, seeing it more and more. I'm like Jesus Christ. We have so much to talk about. And being teach. being dot Miriam. Yeah. All right, I gotta pee. I know your legs. He yep. always my he, legs just get crossed more and more tighter crossed. And tighter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I drink so much water too. When I'm like, when I pop into this channel state, yeah. I drink a bunch, and then after I eat a bunch, and it's like, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. I feel like I thir- I burn like a thousand calories an hour or something. It's I like know. absurd when I pop, like fully Ugh. pop into that channel space to be a channel. <laughs> All right, everyone. Oh, Thanks gosh. for tuning in. Hope that yeah. there was some uh, juicy tidbits here for you to share even more of your truth. Yeah, for sure there was. Yeah. Yeah, this was great. Mm-hmm. I like this podcast. This might be up there with the three hour one. It feels mm. like just as just as helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time that we mentioned darkness, essentially. Yeah. A three hour podcast. I know. Yeah. I got all paranoid that it was going to be awful because I talked about the KKK needing equal rights on social media. <laughs> <laughs> like oh god people are really gonna hate me but But those who get the point get it like if you censor anybody then it's a slow slippery slope until you censor everything except for one narrative and now geez like it's it's even more censored like kkk forget about them it's just regular regular humans and it's not even like it's not even real justified censoring no like it's like oh i shared some data from the who and i was censored like (laughs) oh i shared like this statement about how the the cdc the proud boys like some of the leaders are gay and black and they're definitely not white supremacists and Uh i got censored it's like it's like wait what Uh what is going on yeah ted cruz yeah senator from uh, texas just wrote a letter to twitter essentially asking why things are getting censored yeah it was great it was a Mm -hmm. great letter oh my god it was fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah 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 my god hashtag my senator proud to be an an american American. (laughs) (laughs) where at least i know i'm free hey guys and my new song (laughs) drops tuesday oh my god yeah it's exciting it's coming together it's really good my god jamin laid down this like killer beat oh (sighs) <laughs> All right. And just pushing the edges even more. I know. It more feels more so scary. Day. It makes me so sweaty to think uh-huh. about God, putting out really a song. Exciting. I feel like I'm such a not that type of person, you know? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what type of person that is. But. Yeah. We're just going for it. Yeah. It's all here. I know. Every single thing we've shared has been kind of scary. For sure. You know, for a while. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But this... the, the quality and the like the realness of our posts is just going up and up and yeah. up and up. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it feels better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All okay, right, everyone. It's going to pee his pants. Uh, not quite yet, but it's definitely getting close. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, 
<laughs> I feel like that's how we had every fucking podcast. Yeah. I have like a bladder of a 70-year-old man. <laughs> oh, well, Grandpa's got to pee. We got to end this episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk to you later. <laughs> oh. Keep speaking your truth. Keep going. Keep trusting. And welcome, and welcome home. home. Up to this grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck inside. But in my soul, I always know I am more.